Joining us now to discuss the former Secretary of Defense under President Trump, uh, Mark Esper. Secretary Esper, um, there is this growing divide within the Republican Party over tying aid to Ukraine with aid uh, to Israel. Um, today, the current Defense Secretary, Lloyd Austin, said not sending aid to Ukraine could soon result uh, in U.S. troops fighting in Europe. Um, why do Republicans see aid for Israel and aid for Ukraine so differently, do you think? And what's your view? Well, good evening, Jake. Uh, good to be with you, first of all. Uh, look, I believe that aid for Israel and Ukraine and the rest of the package, too, which includes Taiwan and border security, should all be passed. I think it's important to our national security. I think it's important to our border security. And I think it sends the right messages to Iran and Russia and uh, China about the seriousness for which we take defense and the unity of our uh, our political leaders here in uh, the United States. I, I don't know exactly why Republicans are split on this issue. Clearly, uh, former President Trump uh, has spoken out and others on, on that wing of the party talked about uh, the need to uh, divert money for Ukraine to address border security issues and, and maybe even Taiwan. I think that's a false choice. I think we need to do both. We need to do all the above because our adversaries are watching and because it does send the wrong signals to those uh, capitals. I want to play part of uh, Defense Secretary Austin's testimony today on Capitol Hill. Take a listen. The, the things that you do on the battlefield could, uh, if, if, if you're not thoughtful about them, they could create uh, a resistance to your effort that lasts for generations. One of the big questions uh, that we've been talking about on this show now for weeks is not whether Israel has the right uh, or the justification to try to eliminate Hamas, but whether what they're doing is the right way. Certainly Hamas hides among civilians, and it's not only Israeli intelligence, but American intelligence that says that they have command and control centers underneath hospitals in Gaza. But attacking a, a refugee camp, killing a Hamas leader and other Hamas terrorists, but also killing potentially hundreds of innocent people who are refugees, maybe, maybe children too. Do you think Israel is, is doing this strategically enough, thoughtfully enough, wisely enough? Well, the first question you asked, Jake, is always the important one that you have to weigh out. And, and you know, even during my uh, time and during the Gulf War, uh, when my unit went into southern Iraq, we weighed those issues as well about uh, taking precautions, abiding by the laws of war. And you want to make sure that you don't create more uh, enemies than you kill or capture. And that's, I think, what Secretary Austin was getting to. Look, Israel is a professional military fighting force. And uh, unlike Hamas, um, they are accountable to a democracy, uh, to a, an elected government. And uh, they have signed up to the Geneva Conventions. Uh, I believe they are they are doing the best uh, they can to abide by the laws of war. You know, they've provided access to humanitarian organizations. Um, it looks like they're trying to to be careful. But in in such a densely populated area, it's impossible to not have collateral damage, to not have civilian casualties, and that's the tragedy of war. I do not believe that uh, Israel is targeting uh, civilians. That cannot be said of Hamas, who are clearly, as you reported earlier, still targeting on a daily basis large cities, Tel Aviv. Um, they continue to hold uh, innocent as hostages um, in Gaza somewhere. 
Uh, Israel's not doing that either. So, look, I, I think uh, we need to, to encourage uh, Israel to be thoughtful as they prosecute uh, this this campaign. It's it's going to it's going to uh, widen, of course, and unfortunately, it's going to get um, even uglier as uh, as ground forces move into Gaza. Around 400 Americans and their family members are still stuck in Gaza. What's your understanding of why the U.S. isn't able to get these Americans out? Yeah, it's a great question, um, uh, Jake. I've tried to, you know, from what I can pick up and read, uh, I, I've had heard at least two explanations. One, uh, Egypt is not allowing the transit of people in either direction. But prop the primary thing that I've picked up is that Hamas is not allowing them to leave. And, and why would that be? Of course, as you reported, Hamas uses uh, civilians, innocent civilians, as human shields. And of course, uh, Americans, keeping Americans in uh, Gaza uh, keeps them vulnerable to Israeli collateral damage. And uh, of course, it's leverage for Hamas to use uh, both in the conflict itself and on the international stage politically and in the information warfare game that they clearly are, clearly are trying to exploit to Israel's uh, disadvantage. Mark Esper, former Secretary of Defense, thanks so much for your time as always. Good to see you, sir. Thank you, Jake.